This is the Ramsey Call of the Day, part of the Ramsey Network. Dennis joins us in Wichita. Dennis, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Thank you. Appreciate it. How can we help today? I have a, uh, my, well, actually, it's my daughter has a situation. She's uh, 17 years old. Um, her mom got her a checking account when she was 16, and she's been working and putting money away and, and being very responsible. Well, uh, a couple of days ago, she got a message on Instagram from somebody she did not know uh, saying that they enjoyed some of her pictures and they wanted to use her pictures and they would pay her for it. Well, what they ended up doing was they sent her a check via email, said, okay, for $3,000, we're going to pay you for the pictures. You keep 500 and send us back that money when you deposit it, the, the $2,500. Ruzelli. So she did that. I know uh, I would have saw it instantly, but and I told her, but things happened. Well, anyway, she didn't think anything of it. She went ahead, and as soon as, as, soon as the account said that that money was there, she sent it through Zelly to this individual. And then they tried it again for another $2,500, and then my ex-wife got a, uh email, or I'm sorry, a text message saying that the account was overdrawn, and there's suspicious activity on it. And so they went in, they filed a police report with the local police. They sent it over to their uh, the bank's asset protection. So my question is basically this. Um, they're saying that they got the second one stopped, but the first one, she may be on the hook for $3,000, mm-hmm. which I, I mean, I kind of agree with, but I kind of don't agree because I thought there should be some better protection on uh, a checking account for a minor, and that's what it was. So we're kind of, what do we do? My my thought was just let them sue her for the money. Get in front of this way, she gets in front of a judge. They can, you know, at least talk to an impartial person, a judge, and say, "Hey, this was scammed. We shouldn't be owed this. They didn't do anything to protect this this account from fraudulent activities and fraudulent checks because it, it, it it's definitely fraudulent." Mm. Yeah. So we're, we're just kind of, what do we do? How honest can I be with you? Perfectly. Go ahead. All right. Um, I don't know what uh, state you're in, Kansas, there. Um, every state's different. But if I'm a judge and you bring this to me, I'm going to turn around and say, where were the parents of this minor? Because they're ultimately in charge when you open an account like that. And yeah. so, yes, a bank should have, if they're going to open up an account for minors, there should be protections and all that. But any t- anything legally always rolls downhill to the parent. Not always, but almost always rolls downhill to the parents or uphill to the parents. And so you can do that. I think this is an extraordinary, expensive, pull your hair out, frustrating, but extraordinary gift for your daughter if you all frame this right. If you frame it as making this the bank's fault, then you're teaching your daughter that if we make a big mistake and we screw up, even we're trying to do right, we thought we'd get this, then there's always somebody else to blame. If you teach your daughter, um, man, we messed up, you messed up big, I'll split this with you, or you can work it off in this way, it's going to be a very expensive thing to learn. My promise is this never happens again. Um, I just was dealing with somebody who's a friend of mine who's got a college-age kids, um, was caught up in a sexting thing and a very similar scam via Instagram. And it was a mess, caused a lot of 
heartache and a lot of police reports. And all that. Here's what I can promise you. That will never happen again, right? And I'm more interested in setting up a 17-year-old with a $3,000 lesson. Usually it's a car wreck or something like that that you can learn a lesson like this. Set it up a lesson like this and this never happens again, than I am about, well, they should have had, uh, man, I, I personally am not going to go down that road. And if I'm a judge, I'm going to look at you, dad, or look at your ex-wife and say, where were the parents when this stuff was going on? Um, that's my that's my take on it. George, you got a thought? Yeah, I'm, I just keep thinking, man, this could be a expensive road to go down just fighting this thing in, in court when we, can, we don't even know who this guy is. And yeah. so as far as recourse goes, sure, you can report it to Zell. You can, you know, go after your bank and say, hey, this was fraud. This is legitimate fraud. But at the end of the day, there's a level of stupid tax here where we have to go, okay, red flag number 4,000. If they send me 3,000, but I'm only getting 500, this is a scam. When they overpay. And let me tell you, uh, I fell for this, John, when I was younger. I shipped a pair of shoes on Craigslist to Nigeria because he said it was for his cousin, and I got a PayPal email, he paid extra for the shipping, and I thought, wow, this guy's legit. He really just wanted to send these to his cousin. It was a fake email, and it took a lot of sleuthing to even figure out it was a fake email, but I should have checked my bank account and said, is this money actually there? Is this actually in my PayPal account? And so there's a lot of things we do as teenagers, and there's two people getting scammed these days, older folks and young folks. Hmm. The people in the middle hopefully know better, but especially young people, they can be susceptible because they're, they're used to Venmo and Zelle. This is in their world. But unless they're mailing me a check and I go to the bank and cash that check, it's fraud. I know I sound like a gong, George. And hey, I, Dennis, I appreciate your vulnerability and I appreciate you calling and asking. I, and I know things are challenging because you're parenting in two different households here, this young lady. If you were going to hand a child a smartphone and you were going to give them open access to the internet, to all social media and let's let them go because they're just kids and they're please do your due diligence and look at what is happening to our young people who are involved in this just having free reign of the internet free reign of these social media apps free reign of this is the best case scenario quite honestly yeah that someone she got lost she lost three thousand bucks and learned a hard lesson um the number of people over my years working at colleges that were caught up with pictures, compromising pictures of them that are out that they can never get back, um, that people were taking their text messages. I mean, all kinds of stuff. Parents, you have to be in your kid's business, especially when they're minors. Well, I don't want to be private. They're 15, they're 17, they're 14, they're 13. Get in their business. Get in their business. We don't let them buy beer. We don't let them buy smokes. We don't let them go to war. We don't let them buy guns because we know that their brains aren't fully formed. Yet we hand them the internet and say, make good choices, right? And there's entire industries that are built on, on preying on these young folks. Parents, get involved. Get Have that involved. conversation and say, Here, here's the ground rules. Also, if anyone asks you for money, wants to give you money, this is a conversation that goes straight to the parents and we talk about or it. Or be a Luddite and just... Don't give your kid access to the internet. Open. Yeah. John, no one's ever wanted to buy my photos that I post on Instagram. So, and I, I'm, a big, I'm a big deal, John. So, I don't know what, what she got on her no Instagram. No one's ever heard. I'm not going to, oh, you know what? Someone reached out and said they'd like to pay for my pictures of my feet. And nope. that's when I thought. I'm going to hard nope on that We're one, not going to be friends. I hope that was rhetorical, like you're talking about someone else. No. Dear Lord. Okay. And if they're reaching out to, oh, God, help us. Parents, Social get media. involved in your kids' lives. 
Get involved in your kids' lives. You're not being a helicopter parent. You are being wise. You're being not. a caring parent. Yeah, well, this is not encroaching on their privacy. This is helping them avoid some huge mistakes, a $3,000 mistake. You've got two little dogs. Do they have their own account? Uh, the, you know, if they could open a bank account, John, I would, I would no, make I'm them open one. No, I'm talking about an Instagram account. Oh, yeah, yeah, one of them's got one. We don't post, though. Come on, We're man. better than that. We gave up on it. Did you? Yeah. Like, just it's just you and me Nobody and a couple of million people. That. Are you being honest? You give up on it? 100%. You can go check it. I'm proud of you, George. Thank you. I know it's hard. Social media is hard enough on your own, let alone <laughs> posting for an animal that can't post for itself. But some good lessons here, John. Social media, I think this is one of these things this, this generation has to grapple with and go, what's the healthy way to use this? Yeah, absolutely. Because it's going to happen more and more. And more and more and more and more and more. Yeah. So parents need to have these conversations, set some ground rules, set some boundaries Get so that we don't end up in with a situation like this. Yeah. It's sad. I hate that for you, brother. I hate that, Dennis. I hate that. I hate that. I hate that, man. That I hate this for your little girl, too. I hope she gets the money back somehow. That'd be great. But I've heard with these Zell scams, it can be really difficult yeah. to get your money back. There's not a lot of recourse on this, but if she gets it back, call us up. Let us know. We'll cheer on with you, man. Thanks for tuning in to the Ramsey Call of the Day. To check out all of our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.